didgeridoo means it's time for the Australia News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McCarran from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 13th of November, 2011. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 173. And welcome to the president of the Balloon Association of Victoria. Grant, are you there? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not the president. You're not the president? I thought you were the president. Okay, well, it must be the vice president. Well, welcome, folks, and welcome the vice president. No, 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 no. I'm not the vice president either. Oh, well, what are you then? You, you've, you've taken some high office this week in the ballooning community. What is it? I am the secretary of the Balloon Association of Victoria. Oh, Get it right. Well, I've got a theme just for you there. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ho, ho. It is to laugh. Actually, that's very te- very apt. Thanks very much. Oh, no, no worries. Now, okay, in all, in all vague seriousness, because, you know, we are very serious here on the Australia Desk, Grant. Tell us all about the meeting and uh, what positions they wanted to foist upon you. Well, we had the uh, AGM and the voting in of a whole new um, group of executives for the Balloon Association of Victoria. And uh, my arm had been royally twisted into taking on the role of secretary, which is sort of like project manager and things like that. Oh, so well, it's it's what I do anyhow. I was going to say, it's not like you're not busy or anything during the week, Grant. It's not like I'm uh, not very busy running a uh, expanding ballooning operation and, uh, you know, looking after the uh, playing crazy down under it show and doing all sorts of stuff with you on really cool projects. No, 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 no. And, and don't forget family. There's family in there. So I think what this means is that I've just moved sleep to being that which occurs between 1.30 in the morning and 1 o'clock. And, oh, hang on. No, i got to move something around because that's getting up half an hour after I, I go to bed. I think what you'll need to do bed, is get you know? more cans of Red Bull into you. That's just my tip. <laughs> yeah, very likely. Oh, well, let's, uh, congratulations anyway, mate. That's good news. Good news for balloonists everywhere in Victoria. <laughs> I'm sure they don't agree. <laughs> and good news for business travellers this week is that Virgin, after we spoke about it last week, Grant, well, sort of. <laughs> Yeah, well, is we go mention. for business class. That's right. There are new business class tickets have come in on the Golden Triangle, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and uh, they're definitely going ahead. Uh, they've got their own little section of the aircraft and some beautiful leather seats. So quite quite nice, I must admit. And uh, yeah, being very aggressive now, going up against Qantas, and uh, why wouldn't they? We heard John Borghetti talking about that last week uh, in the Ausdesk, and uh, I'll tell you what, Grant, they're, they're saying here that uh, a Melbourne Sydney flight business class is five hundred and fifty nine dollars one way. So. Uh, you know, I, I wonder what Qantas is charging because that to me seems like a hell of a lot of money, even though it is, uh, you know, business class. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a lot of money for a one hour flight, I tell you. But uh, I guess there's people out there who pay it. And I, I think it gives you all sorts of extras like lounge access and full flexibility and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's still way out of my league. But meanwhile, it's good news in a, in a week where Qantas has just been uh, stalling the unions and, and the unions are sort of, you know, saying they want to go and protest about the fact that they can't protest. And I mean, the, really, the other only other real news coming out of Qantas is about putting the A380s on the Hong Kong run. Yeah, looking at an article here on the AustralianAviation.com.au website, it says uh, Hong Kong next for Qantas A380s, and uh, we can confirm that because they've actually been out spruiking that in the media this week. Uh, they're scheduled to take delivery of their 11th A380 uh, in a few weeks, and they've got the uh, 12th one coming before the end of this year. So uh, I guess that's only a few weeks away too. Now that I think about it, <laughs> but yeah, now they're going to be uh, replacing 747-400s on that route, and uh, 
putting on A380s. Uh, looks like uh, on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. Some people are calling that a strategic move. I don't know about calling that a strategic move, mate. It's just recognising the fact that uh, they need to put something new on the run to get passengers on. Now, Grant, uh, one more airline that we haven't mentioned for quite some time. It's actually because they're quite small. And speaking of strategies, <laughs> well, <it's> strategic <laughs> airlines, but uh, strategic airlines. Now, we uh, spoke about them a little while back and uh, said they were looking to uh, you know, get out of the charter business, which is predominantly what they did, and moving into regular public transport flights. And uh, Grant, uh, their rebranding is Air Australia. That's right, mate. Not Air America. This is Air Australia. It's not a government operation. It's a small group running an A330 and a couple A320s, and they're going to go across the Pacific. And uh, they've already been doing Bali kind of routes and things like that from Australia to Bali and parts of Indonesia and Asia. They're now branching out across the Pacific and rebranding as Air Australia, which I think is a great thing and is going to be fascinating to watch happen. That change will officially take place from Strategic Airlines to uh, Air Australia on November 15th. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be uh, pitching themselves as a low-cost carrier. So that's just what we need, another low-cost carrier. Well, something that's definitely not low-cost, but it is a bit of a carrier, mate. Uh, the yeah. RAAF have just received their uh, third KC-30. That's right. It's a tanker it, topic. It's a tanker. Shh, don't you upset the historian. We don't want to be oh, doing that. I know, I know. Sorry, I didn't want to be a bit of a tanker on that one. The uh, third KC-30A has now been delivered to the Royal Australian Air Force and will be joining its uh, two sister ships in uh, 33 Squadron up there at RAAF Base Amberley in Queensland. So uh, good news. We, we need to get those tankers online. The fourth one's going to be handed over in December and a fifth one is going to be handed over next year. So there you go. That's a bit of a wrap-up of uh, what's going on news-wise down here in Australia this week. Been pretty quiet after a couple of very heavy news weeks. So uh, we thought we'd indulge ourselves and talk a bit about Grill the Geeks. Grant, Grill yes. the Geeks. Let's, let's, grill the geeks. Let's grill the geeks ourselves. I think we should do that. You know, uh, Dan mentioned the other week, and I was most disturbed about this on many levels, that he said he's never watched Battlestar Galactica. Can you believe that? Oh, mate, he hasn't done so many things. I mean, for a kid who's supposed to be into aviation, I mean, really, you know, Battlestar Galactica is just a given. If you're into aviation, you go with that. It's great. Oh, I like all the evil characters in these things, and I happen to like the Cylons, the Centurion Cylons. You know, they mentioned that they've never had any Centurions on the show, but that's not exactly true, Grant. That's not true at all. There no. actually has been. Actually, yeah. No. Centurion Cylon has made an appearance on the Airplane Geeks. So that's the Gorilla Geeks question for this week, Grant. Uh, I know. Was that the episode where uh, Waldorf and Stadler were on? They've been on was. at least twice, haven't I, they? I think it was. Did they mention they hadn't been on the show either? I know. They're so slack, those boys. They don't remember all the guests they've had on their show. All right, and, then. So uh, we're hijacking this segment, guys. This is what we want to do. And I've got a stack of Airplane Geeks buttons here that I stole from Rob Mark's office. Did I say that? No. Oh, oh. No, no, that Rob Mark gave to me when I was in America. So I will personally send an Airplane Geeks button to anyone who can tell us where the Silent Centurion made an appearance in an episode of Airplane Geeks. Let's say within the last, oh, I don't know, Grant, let's make it easy, in the last 50 episodes. Oh, I'd say the last two years. All right, so that's what we want to know. Where did the Silent Centurion make a cameo appearance? It may have been in one of our segments, or it may have been somewhere else. So let's say within the last 50 episodes, and I'll let you ponder that until next week. I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm still Grant McCarran. That's if they don't sack us for doing that. You know, they might fire us for doing that, Grant. Uh, I know, I know. But uh, hey, at least I'm still the secretary. Hey, yeah. Hey.